When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Hello everyone. Helen here. Today I'm here to tell you about Celine, a podcast recently launched on the RQ Network. Step into Celine, a city cloaked in darkness and teeming with horrors. From evil headmistresses to murderous marionettes, black worm parasites, haunted hotels, and eerie sleepwalkers. Meet the paranormal investigators of Needle Street, newly arrived to battle the encroaching malevolence. Inspired by Poe, Edward Gorey, and Agatha Christie, their adventures promise twisted mysteries and unforgettable characters. Immersive audio brings the city to life, blending dark humour with bone-chilling suspense. Join the investigators as they navigate Celine's shadows, where mystery and intrigue await at every turn. And now, you can experience the thrill of Celine in Dolby Atmos. So, search Celine wherever you get your podcasts. That's S E L E N E, or visit www.rustyquill.com for more information. Hello, folks. Helen here, voice of Azu in Rusty Quill Gaming. This is an advert for the podcast Anomaly. Anomaly is a TTRPG meditation podcast that takes you into a world of magic and fantasy. You'll be invited to imagine yourself in scenarios like learning to cast a tranquility spell or exploring a land once vanquished by a dragon, all connected by a shared mythology. The podcast combines the traits of a great dungeon master with those of a meditation guide, weaving tales of fantasy that stretch the imagination, while you learn to centre yourself, find confidence and relieve stress. Featuring the voices of Ruth Connell from Supernatural and Todd Stashwick from Star Trek Picard, Anomaly is available wherever you find podcasts or at seekanomaly.com. That's S-E-E-K-A-N-O-M-A-L-I-E dot com. That's all from me. Enjoy your episode and take care of yourself. Hi everyone, Ben here. I'd just like to take a moment to thank some of our patrons. Soapy J. Paige Owens, Ian Troman Mason, Becca Reed, Michael Clayton. Thank you all. We really appreciate your support. If you'd like to join them, go to www.patreon.com forward slash Rusty Quill and take a look at our rewards. Episode 68 of the Rusty Quill Gaming Podcast. I'm your host and GM, Alex Newell, and with me today I have... James Ross. Bryn Monroe. Lydia Nicholas. Ben Meredith. And who are you playing? Subversion McGuffigan. Carmen Salah Harun Al-Tahan. Sasha Rackett. Grizzop Drick, Act Amsterdam. Yeah, because Grizzop. 
Just got a job offer, I believe. Uh, well, yes. Pretty much. About about like five seconds ago. Pretty much. Um, so One combat round, uh, yeah. as I recall. Oh, sorry, six seconds ago. <laughs> six yeah. seconds ago. I mean, yeah, I mean, I might take you out of combat time. I don't know. We'll see. I could do the entire episode in combat time. Give me a heart, uh, an aggressive contract negotiation. <laughs> That's entirely in combat time. Offer! Counter offer! <laughs> right. So, what has happened? Very recently, you are all in Prague. You are all here because of things to do with the simulacrum. Specifically, that there was reference to the university and studies being done there. So, presumably, it's a place worth hitting up. We're looking, we're basically looking for notes. Yeah, exactly. To either recover and take back to the meritocrats or to destroy so no one can ever do bad things again. You're just going to be going around with a picture of a badly drawn robot going, Have you seen this? Have you seen this? <laughs> <laughs> Um, might work. The thing is, is we know the dates. So basically, I think we want a list of room bookings. Pretty much. That's how universities work, right? Yeah. Yes, room bookings is not actually a terrible idea. And one I hadn't considered of, and I will make quick adjustments <laughs> to my notes. Should I have emailed you this during the no, week leading up to this session? No, that's just a really, really innovative solution to uh, a problem. And I, I, I respect your craft. Bertie also has uh, a spin-off bit from his side quest because he believes that uh, Isaac Newton's uh, offices... Uh, contain when he finds them because they are mysterious and hidden to the ages. Ooh. Ooh. Um, but they will have a secret treasure trove, uh, including uh, possibly the instructions of, uh, or clues or notes, or whatever, to find uh, Homer's tomb. Indeed. And also the stuff that was borrowed from uh, Hannibal's tomb, which well, he feels entitled to. I mean, I no discovered. doubt it was assisting in research. Yep. I mean, you're, you're entitled to it insofar as once people forget the thing that was originally discovered, it's just fair game again. The British Museum is entirely entitled to everything that is discovered. Exactly. It's that. It's that <laughs> Unless I discovered it. Unless I discovered it. <laughs> yes. And obviously we got introduced to Grizzop because Zolf went away. Zolf yeah, I, went I've away. just realised with talk, talk of uh, the tombs, I have three living characters extant in the world. So yes, you do. Up. <laughs> yes, you, you do. Just, you, just, you just need enough to take on the rest of the party and then <laughs> you can kill us all. <laughs> <laughs> Start the podcast with just yourself. Oh my gosh. Oh, there you go. We'll do a spin off one where Ben plays all four parties. And who do we have with us today? Ben Meredith. Ben Meredith. Ben Meredith. Ben Meredith. Who are you playing? I'm going to need three of them. The thing is, they're quite different, aren't they? They are quite different. Oh, yeah. There's a full party in there. I'm just saying, guys, switching accents that rapidly is incredibly difficult. And I definitely want to hear it recorded. <laughs> Maybe it's a Patreon mode. Yeah. <laughs> but before you got introduced, of course, after Zolf left, uh, Bertie managed to definitely get one up over on a uh, merchant seller. Yeah. Because you just, you just got all of the deals. I'm a very savvy consumer. Lost a fight with your own sword. And then it ended up funny. in a bit of a scrap with a bunch of zombies. Because zombies, that's as far as you know. So we'll be picking up exactly where we left off. However, things to be bearing in mind, everyone leveled. I kind of did the maths after the session and realised that you all leveled. So everyone's Yay! now a level up. Woo! Oh my god, oh, are we doing it in the computer game way where it just bings and suddenly you're better there's than you little, were? There's a little like, exclamation part yeah, yeah. At one point hovering above Sasha's head. It's really annoying because when she's crouching behind things, I'm like, bat it away. And that's, it's just like, no. Uh. I think that's probably why quest givers don't go on adventures because they they've got this explanation. It's a liability. Yeah. Terrible well, If you glow all the time, yeah. it must be really, really hard. That's yeah. why you have to go kill the rats for them because they can't a, fit in the basement. Exactly. <laughs> and there's always those arrows pointing directly to them, which is quite hard <laughs> in any kind of sneak mission. Find him. Ah. <laughs> yeah, it's really hard. Pa Paladins have detect evil, which is basically hover my cursor over yeah, it yeah. and see if it turns red as well. So you know. 
But you have all leveled, and there's no better way to start an episode than... Give me a will save, Sasha. Ooh. Oh, five plus four is nine. You are compelled towards Bertie. Not in a sense of any kind of interest or anything like that. A sleepy kind of dreamlike quality comes over you and your feet of their own accord just start drawing you towards Bertie. You don't have a particular plan in mind or anything like that. You are just now walking towards Bertie. But Bertie, give me a perception check. Seven minus one is six. Six. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> Sasha is walking towards you. There you go. That's what you notice. Hello, young lady. All right. Your compulsion is merely to be as close to him as possible, not in a dodgy way, just to stand within his personal space. Just uh, guarding your flank here. Just uh, saw an open flank. Just thank you. Guarding it. No worries. Are, are you a, a, a priest of Artemis? Is that an Ar- Artemisian hey? symbol? Priest? No. No? Paladin. Oh, excellent. Hence the clank clank. That makes sense. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not very knowledgeable about religion. Uh, well, if it's wearing metal, it's probably a paladin. Okay. <laughs> anyway, w- would you like a job? Are you looking for for, for mercenary work? Uh, potentially. I'm kind of already on a job right now. But well, of course, I don't want to interrupt anything. Um, do you think there are any more? If you're a, a, a paladin, can you tell if there are any more undead around? Do we need to be looking elsewhere for them? Uh, not really. That's more of a clerical task. Oh, of course, yes. Sorry. <laughs> Magical <laughs> legends. That's that precisely what that means in this universe. <laughs> yeah, so you, you might describe that as a clerical error. <laughs> it's an ecumenical matter. <laughs> <laughs> uh, would you mind attempting to uh, detect undead? Hmm, are there any other zombies around here? Well, I can look and no, usually they just walk towards you. Um, but that's more of a... They look like they were coming right. out of that building. Should we look inside? Hamid and Grizzop, can you give me perception checks? Ooh, that was uh, a Bertie roll. 23. 13. 13? Grizzop. Yes. That, that rogue one that kept screaming the word help has serious personal space issues and is a bit weird. The rest of you are far too engaged in what's actually happening to notice. Oh, okay. I guess I'll turn to uh, Hamid. But... Is uh, she alright? Is she with you? Is she with so, him? Um... We're, we're an adventuring company. No, I just mean... What? That, that is, even with the minimal... With Bertie! No, I mean... Just... Oi, mate, what's your problem? I'm just guarding his flank in case anyone anyone comes up. Finally, with it being addressed, Hamid, you roll sufficiently high enough to realise that she's basically treading in his footsteps. If he shuffles his feet, her foot is immediately behind I'm... where the other one was. She's and as close as she can shadow. be. Um, Sasha, I don't think we're in immediate danger anymore. You can probably stop guarding his flank now. I just, uh, it just seems like the right thing to do. I've got, and I've learned over a long time in this kind of work, Hamid, to listen to my intuition. I mean, this is less of a guarding exercise and more of a waltz now, really, isn't it? So, so it might be worth mentioning that I'm looking for a rogue mage, the kind of person who may create a bunch of zombies and maybe compel people to stand next to each other quite close. Oh. <laughs> Fearful powers. Varying levels, but (laughs) so a necromancer, but also a romancer. (laughs) Yes. Hey, one of my favourite ever characters was someone that was so her charisma like modified was so freaking low that she would just go into pubs and cast 
I make friends. Oh, that's <laughs> so depressing. Uh, that's tragic. Yeah, got a lot of information that way, but also love. Uh, <laughs> uh, I cast Detect Magic. Okay. I'm going to go ahead and assume that you look at... Sasha. Sasha, and concentrate. Yep. Okay, fair enough. There is a magical aura. Coming from Bertie, not from Sasha. Specifically, you are seeing a necromantic aura coming from the ring that's still upon Bertie's finger. It's Obviously, there are other magical auras which you have become familiar with already, but the ring upon Bertie's finger is very clearly necromantic. Uh, Bertie, Bertie, I definitely need to see your ring. It's mine, and it's fabulous. You can't have it. It wouldn't go with anything you're wearing. To I your, don't want to wear it. To your eyes, it has a sickly green, pulsating glow, which seems to reach over an unusually large distance I'm for going, an item of that size. I'm going to try and identify it. Go for it. It's a spellcraft check. 21. 21. At first glance, it appears to be a ring of repel undead. However... Given the additional knowledge of looking at it and seeing the magical auras are a bit weird and kooky, it is probably having the reverse effect. It looks like it probably was a ring of repel undead that someone deliberately messed around with so that it would attract undead. When did you get that ring, Bertie? See, I was very canny, and I haggled really very successfully. Sasha, Uh give me a perception check. Plus my new higher perception of 10. Oh. 22. 22. The second that you get a glint of that ring, you want it. Not to the point you're going to hurt him, not to the point that you're going to do anything weird and aggressive, but you actively want that ring. That's the nature of your compulsion, that you've realised you were being drawn towards that ring and you want it. Is Bertie distracted talking to Hamid? Yes. Oh, if you want to make a, <laughs> slight, of to make a slight of hand... We yep. both roll opposed perception checks. Okay. Five minus one is four. <laughs> Fourteen plus twelve <laughs> is twenty-six. I only rolled twenty. Surely I have a pretty big bonus for looking directly at the ring while it's happening. I don't know. I may, it may only be plus five, Maybe which is Bertie, not enough. Bertie has turned away. Yeah. yeah he's and, and is looking you over his shoulder, he's suspicious of you. He's not suspicious of Sasha. Oh, She's gone. Bertie is gesturing emphatically with the ring and waving his hand. It's and like <laughs> he's, he's an early Tony Blair gesticulating. <laughs> he very briefly flicks his hand behind his shoulder for a fraction of a second, comes back, and just doesn't notice that the ring is no longer on his finger. That is when, exactly what happened. Where did it go? What? Sasha, did it go? The second that it's off his finger, it, it's. A, vaguely expensive looking thing you suddenly have no desire to own the thing it's not like you're repelled by it it's now just a ring in your hand I had a ring here a moment ago where, was where did it go? right on my finger um, if you wouldn't mind uh, I've got a job to do yes we should help you okay yes well uh, the zombies attacked us too yes and right okay yeah no I'll take help there's what? a rogue mage around oh, rogue is my least favourite kind of mage are you talking about a mage that's gone dodgy or something yes. that is both a rogue and a mage don't worry young lady a rogue mage is my least favourite kind of mage but but it takes a while to think about this the only thing worse than being talked about <laughs> Hang on. <laughs> so yeah, I think checking out that building's a great idea. But where did the ring go? Did it did it fall off your finger, Bert? It must have done, and Bert starts looking around as if he's looking for a contact lens on the ground. Is the ring particularly important? Well I hard haggling along well, with was... this 
bag of holding and this 6,000 of platinum. Oh, God! <laughs> Bertie takes them out and shows these to Hammer because he's, he's dead proud of this haggling he's done. Um, okay. Where were you storing the platinum? It would just be where his regular currency... That's fine, that's fine, that's fine. Yeah. Okay. Um, not, in not in the bag. So, bag, the bag yeah. of holding... Identify roll. Go for it. Uh, 28. 28? No. 19. Sorry. Those are two very different yes. figures. Which one I carried it? the one wrong. Hey! <laughs> That's the best TV trope. Uh, yeah, did, you carry the one, did you carry the one in the cursed bag of holding? That's why you did it so badly. Rin, uh, Rin used to be a teacher. <laughs> uh, physics, I think, not maths directly. No, I taught maths. You taught maths. Yep. I taught, I taught maths. Sorry so, about the children. So was it 19? <laughs> do as I say. Not as I do. It was 19. Okay. Um, it's absolutely a cursed bag of holding. Bertie, put it down, put it down! It's got a curse on it! It's not. Apparently, it doesn't have a strong necromantic vibe the yeah. same way the ring did. You didn't roll high enough to specifically tell how it is cursed, but it's bad news. It's not, like, potently powerful, but it's enough to be tangibly a problem. What, what, this thing? Are you going to say something wrong with it? Yes, it's cursed! Uh, uh, as, as was the ring. Once it would have been a ring... Of repel undead, but oh, they've been cursed to attract undead. them. Well, oh, well, that's handy, isn't it? So why was she next? Because of my tremendous personal magnetism. I realise you haven't known us very long, Mr. Grizzle, but, you know, I am enormously charismatic. I draw people to me like moths to a flame, and they dance around me in my orbit, and then they touch me, and then they burn up, mostly with desire, but sometimes rage... And but continues. Uh, I was just—I'm just very aware of tactics, mate. So I was just guarding. Some are drawn to my wisdom for tactical reasons. That's you know? not what I said, but all right. <laughs> yeah. uh, okay. Yeah. No. Uh, good. But Should we look inside this building for this mage? Yes. I, I want my ring back. I think it's an enormous tactical advantage for me to be drawing undead to me. Would you like to have undead drawn to you? No, you, young lady, or you, Mister Grizzop? No. Not particularly, no. I would say that it would be an excellent idea for the zombies to come lining up to me to queue in an orderly fashion so I may skewer them in the manner of a kebab. Actually, um, it was quite handy um, in that previous fight where they were trying to... Well, in some ways. Can people, you know, fix cursed rings? Are they fixed ones? Yes. So something that was cursed like that wouldn't be, like, completely useless? Well, you could get the curse removed and the item would retain its original effect. Oh, all right. Well, I'll help you look for it. Well, but clearly it's come <laughs> off, so it's not... Yes, it must be around here somewhere. A, lot, just... a okay. lot of cursed items can't be removed. That's the really ones you have to really worry about. <laughs> right, so if we all just look for the ring, <laughs> hopefully we'll find it quickly and can get on with things. Okay. All right, look, here it is. Slam- no, Slash is really good at finding things. <laughs> That's very impressive. Well done, young lady. Thank you very much, Bertie goes to take the ring out of Sasha's hand. Yeah, I think it's probably a good idea not to wear it, though. Well, that's why it's useful. But that, yeah, that would, that's entirely the purpose but, of the exercise. But then, but then people will like. Bertie know. puts the ring straight on. We'll save for Sasha. <laughs> oh, Fifteen plus four, nineteen. Nineteen. Yeah. <laughs> Don't know what they're going on about. Yeah, it's fine. I think. There we are. No problem at all. Now, uh, if we may briefly, before we enter the room, this bag of holding, now should I, if it is cursed, should I hang on to it? Because we might get it uncursed later, because a bag of holding would be quite... Yes, but don't use it. Don't use it. Right. Keep it. Keep it. Away from any other magical items. Don't hold it. No, don't, well, don't hold anything in it. All right, very well. Maybe Hamid should hold it. No, don't think that's a good idea. Very well, I shall simply, I shall simply hold it, I shall attach it. 
uh, to my uh, waistband. Uh, the other matter, of course, is this uh, large sum of currency. Now, please tell me this uh, currency is not cursed, Herod. Hmm? Detect magic is still active. Uh, there's a middling illusion magic on it. Oh, dear. <laughs> what? Can I tell any more than that? It, give, can me I a, do a... give me a roll. Spellcraft again. Yeah, yeah. <coughs> oh, not a good roll. 14. 14. Uh, let me double check. Um, you will get a chance to disbelieve if you start handling the currency. Okay, I'll do that. It's a will save, yeah, isn't it? Yeah, it's a will save. Hamid is about the only person the Virgin would let yeah, rot yeah. through his currency. Oh, that's a very good roll. Uh, 25. No, 24. It's really easy for you to disbelieve because he's gone platinum, 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 passed it to you, and it's about half the way it should be, and doesn't even, like, the physical shape of it doesn't even match the bars that it appears to visually have. Your best guess, I mean, you give it like a bit of a sniff and something. I think he's holding bars of iron that are just cut into vaguely like oblong shapes to resemble platinum. I don't pieces. think this is platinum, Bertie. What? I think someone's cast an illusion on it. <laughs> Bertie lets out a roar <laughs> that would of blow rage the mics. <laughs> that would blow the mics entirely. Um, <laughs> but like, it's an enormous bellow. Like, it's heard. He's so. So angry. We'll do the anime thing where we zoom out, zoom out, zoom out, and then it's like away from the planet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And like, it's shaking. It's and a then... roar so loud that it has a mechanical effect of alerting all enemies nearby. <laughs> like, that's how angry he is. I can also point out that Sasha is now standing pointedly as far away from Bertie as... <laughs> you know what, you know what? actually, it's a fair point. That was a big yell. Give yourself one sonic damage because your ears were so close. Okay. <laughs> Barely heard it over here. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, you're fine. <laughs> Far away. I think we should all stand further away from Bertie. No one here. Um, I don't suppose that this rogue mage was perhaps also a gnomish merchant. No. That's quite the new We'll have to deal with the merchant later. We should go in this building and search <laughs> for the mage. Yes. We've been standing here for so far too long. In. This yes. is what happens with Alzolf. Nothing. Nothing goes into the building. Okay, cool. I, I will follow. <laughs> this is actually my time. Yes. <laughs> Bertie's, Bertie sulks. Come on, Bertie. Into we'll, the building. we'll go and find the merchant later. I'll slip that gnome open. Perception checks for everybody. Four. Good. Twelve. Good. 16. Good. Uh, also 16. Okay. So the two members of the party who te technically should be quite good at seeing things, you start to head towards the building. It becomes very apparent that the fireball did a huge amount of structural damage at the front, which made it quite difficult to dig through. Mm -hmm. uh, as you do so and head further in, it's not a particularly large building. In fact, it appears to be basically a, a, a rubbish souvenir shop insofar as obviously everyone who's coming to this square are probably going up to the university and from the university come back down it would be you know i came to lower prague and all i got is this t-shirt except because they're all such a no-nonsense you know we're talking about the whole brutalist like efficiency thing it's basically just like i went to the university it's, full stop it, yeah it's, <laughs> it's the equivalent of t-shirts that say i went to prague prague t-shirt yeah, exactly <laughs> oh 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 um bertie uh, sees a jar um full of gonks you know the gonks but because this is Prague brutalism, uh, they're all grey. So he just takes one out, peels it off. It's got a little tape that just says Prague on it. And he, he sticks it on his shoulder. You could have a rock that says, this is rock, printed is rock. through the middle. Yeah. <laughs> is a gonk the little fluffy ball with googly eyes on it? Yeah. Okay, because yeah. yeah. coming out of Bertie's face, it does sound like it a does sound, <laughs> It does sound like a derogatory term for grizzle. Yeah. It's true. Uh, no, that's, that's just what he does. So now, now everyone will know I've been to Prague. <laughs> Anyway, <laughs> it's a little hat for the falcon. <laughs> Heading in, you see 
unfortunately, behind the counter of this this terrible souvenir shop that's just culturally alien, uh, what looks like a pair of feet poking out from behind the counter. They are not moving, but similarly, they do not appear to be particularly zombified. It looks like people feet. Bertie taps uh, the end of one of them with the end of his passing sword. Nothing happens. Hello, wake up. Hello. What? Wait, are they buried under the rug? They're, they're currently just behind the counter, and there's like a stand of clothes has fallen across them. There are just a pair of feet poking out from behind the counter. Pick up the stand of clothes. There is a dead person who looks to have had a few chunks taken out of them Ooh. by the teeth of other people. Uh, so zombies in this world you know this for a fact Grizzob a standard zombie is not infected insofar as it won't infect people Romero style mm -hmm. however there are types of zombie that can sure what is the good way to lay a zombie to rest or like a person who would be zombified is it just cut the head off but do it in respectful but please don't wake up basically <laughs> I respect that you are dead and I wish to put you to rest but also please don't stand up Simplest and try to eat way to tell if they are a zombie or are going to turn into one anytime soon lay on hands Positive energy, if they start, you know, burning up immediately, you're fine. There may be, like, an incubation-y period. I think there's a, there's a zeroth-level spell, which is prevent this corpse from ever rising there's, as undead there's, there's as well. Pro yeah, there's protect a like, corpse or something. Paladins don't get zero-level spells. Yeah. Oh. As, as it stands, lay on hands would be a thing that would immediately let you know if it's about to get up and take a bite out of you, but that's about it. Okay, um... Right. Lay those hands. Well, I've only got seven of those a day, and they heal people. Uh, yeah, sure, why not? Okay. Uh, don't, don't worry about it. I got ten healing potions uh, from that. Oh, oh no! <laughs> <laughs> don't drink them, Bertie. I'll, uh, I'll go up to the um, the corpse and lay on hands. Nothing happens. Right, they neither explode into flames nor get up and go, well, thank you. It looks like this zombie is not infectious, uh, so if you get bitten, don't worry. Just don't die. Zombies can be infectious. Yeah. Yes, they can pass on the uh, zombie magic. I mean, h h things that Grizzop know. There are zombies that can turn other people into zombies. There are zombies that just carry actual plagues. There are zombies that like mess around with magic. There's so many zombies. Like, who has the time to check what kind of zombie it is every time? Honestly. It's supposed to be your common or garden variety zombie. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and I will uh, just do a quick sort of little um, burial rite. Like... I don't know, like um. I'm sad you're dead. Sorry, kind of. Yeah, but a little bit with a little there's, bit more. There's, there's a, a pair of, of there, there's yeah. a collection of like novelty. This is a prog coin coins that you could lay on the eyes. That kind of thing. I'm sure there's a way, like an Artemisian way, that's done, which is like put, put a gonk in his mouth. <laughs> <laughs> oh, put a boatman. <laughs> I'm gonna take a break there. We'll be back in a couple of minutes. <laughs> as a person with a very deep voice. I'm hired all the time for advertising campaigns. But a deep voice doesn't sell B2B. And advertising on the wrong platform doesn't sell B2B either. That's why if you're a B2B marketer, you should use LinkedIn ads. LinkedIn has the targeting capabilities to help you reach the world's largest professional audience. That's right. Over 70 million decision makers all in one place. All the big wigs, then medium wigs. Also small wigs who are on the path to becoming big wigs. Okay, that's enough about wigs. LinkedIn ads allows you to focus on getting your B2B message to the right people. So, does that mean you should use ads on LinkedIn instead of hiring me, the man with the deepest voice in the world? Yes. Yes, it does. Get started today and see why LinkedIn is the place to be to be. We'll even give you a $100 credit on your next campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash results to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash results. Terms and conditions apply.
Getting engaged is a moment worth cherishing. A one-of-a-kind ring that you design at Blue Nile can help your love sparkle. Just choose your diamond and setting. When you've found the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Finding the right engagement ring can be nerve-wracking. At Blue Nile, you'll have the expert guidance needed and a diamond guarantee that ensures you're getting the highest quality at the best price. Cherish all of life's moments and save up to 30% at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Instacart shoppers know groceries. They know that you can't make guacamole with rock-hard avocados. They know how to quickly find those peanut butter pretzels you can never find. And they keep you in the know by giving you updates about your order along the way. Let Instacart shoppers help take shopping off your plate so you can get time and energy back for what really matters. Visit instacart.com or download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders. Offer valid for a limited time. Minimum order $10. Additional terms apply. Instacart. Add life to cart. Hi, everyone. Alex here. I just wanted to take a moment to let you know about the jobs page that we have on our website. Some of you might have already noticed, but if you look under the About tab at RustyQuill.com, you'll find a list of all the positions that we're looking to fill as we expand. Right now, for instance, we're looking for people with marketing experience, HR experience, and visual artists, along with multiple other roles. Anytime we have a role that needs filling, we post it on there, and also let people know via social media. So, if you want to work with us, make sure to join our Facebook page, or follow us on Twitter via at TheRustyQuill. Then... If we mention a job and you think you're the right person for it, you can go to the website for more information and start the process of joining our team. That's all for now. Thanks, as always, for all your support, and we look forward to meeting everyone that applies. And welcome back. So we will be finishing off the Artemisian rite. I yeah, suppose. so Grizzle being rushed because you know you've got to find this kind of thing quickly. Close the corpse's eyes, says, Ashes to ashes, fun to funky. Now go off, join the celestial hunty. Like, let's go. <laughs> <laughs> Entirely serious, but Bryn is losing it. Yeah. <laughs> and so, it's also sad he didn't get credit for that joke. Oh yeah, I came up with it. That it'll was, that be in the credits. Oh, it'll be in the credits. Oh, <laughs> credit too. Yeah, we want a special thanks <laughs> to Bryn for that joke. <laughs> okay, um, well, uh, is it perhaps worth uh, searching the body, or should we proceed throughout the rest of the building? Hmm? Uh, no, that's probably this is going to be a shop attendant. I'll quickly pat him down, but they have. Yeah. Oh, he's packing heat. Oh, I, man, something's yeah. the right to shoot this guy. Uh, to 26. 20, had a troubled past. 26, yeah. you find a wallet which includes a picture of their family and like an address, a home address, a, the I'll equivalent of a social security number. I'll grab him. Yep. Oh my God, he's an identity thief. <laughs> um, I'll grab him but leave the social security number so sure. the authorities can do it, but then I can go and That's say fine. to the family. Um, yeah, in terms of him, nothing particularly untoward or unexpected. It was a civilian. Yeah, a complete civilian. Yeah. Um, no, it was just a civilian that got caught up in it. However, everyone give me a perception check now that you've found that body. 10. 18. Mm-hmm. 15. You see there is at the back what looks like a stock room that appears to have been trashed. Open the door to the stock room. Oh, wait, how would I have seen that it was trashed? The, the door, door is ajar. 
Oh, is it? It hey. is. Bertie uh, with sword and shield drawn, um, because and it's not uh, Sir Arthur Guffingham's uh, bastard sword that has been drawn. I don't know why you know, what, what, what the problem would be there. Oh, you know what? Okay, this is what Bertie does. Bertie um, kicks open the door and he just chucks Sir Bertrand, uh, sorry, Sir Arthur Guffingham's sword just through the door. Oh. Just through the door. So he briefly gets a moment. He's like, there we are, scout ahead. Just ding, 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 ding. It just walks in. Before you do, light begins to emit from the sword, filling the room. The room is now lit where it was dark before, coming from the sword. That's handy. Yes. Bertie continues uh, <laughs> with his regular, less chatty and irritating sword and shield, um, and looks around the room. Uh, looking around the room, it appears to have been trashed because an enormous number of zombies appear to have traipsed their way through, and they're not coordinated, and boxes were on the floor. Um, in fact... You can see that it looks like a hole has been broken in what looks to be a back wall. However, that appears to lean downwards. Possibly it used to be a midden or something similar ages ago, but, you know, these things get converted a lot. So in the back of the shop, behind the counter, there is a hole in the wall. However, it looks like something broke up through the floor, really, and took a bit of the wall out with it. So something has come from underground there. Uh, there appear to have found the source of the zombies. Hmm? Come from below! Bertie kicks the sword across the floor in the direction of the hole, so it's just 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 leaning on the edge. Before we go into the underground uh, looking for the zombies, do we have all the supplies we might need? I do. Oh, brilliant. You're great. <laughs> Thanks. Grizzop's going to leave, not because he thinks that, like, any of you are a problem, it's just like, they're just irritating. Yes. They're just really quite just, socially inept. Yes. <laughs> all right, Bertie, Bertie, I think that... that glowy sword is probably worth quite a bit you, I don't know about kicking it oh, I don't know I a imagine. praise sword <laughs> give me a roll uh, 17 plus 8 so math teacher <laughs> 25 so at a glance already yeah it's worth loads it's worth loads and loads you remember meta that Bryn was throwing around a figure of sort of north of about 20 grand something like that However, the second that you go over to it, and obviously you pick it up pick to it actually up have a look at it, it. guess the weight, see the weighting of it, you hear, of course, unbeknownst to you, Hello. Oh my. Oh my. All right, mate. You all right? Yeah, yeah. How much do you think you're worth then? <laughs> there is a brief moment where it feels like a bunch of your memories are quickly being flicked through. It's not actually unpleasant insofar as you dealt with Mr. Ceiling directly. He messed around in your head. That was like, like someone with grubby fingers poking through. It was horrible. This is a very light touch. It's just kind of flicking through going Oh, well, uh, I, I suppose I'm quite valuable, yes, although uh, a certain McGuffigan couldn't seem to care. It's a bit unusual for him not caring about the monetary value or something. Well, some people don't like being upstaged. What can I say? But you can only hear half of this conversation. You're right? only hearing what Sasha is saying. I, was to say, I just lean over to Hammer goes, what's going on? Have I come in halfway through like a, a thing? Yeah, there's a lot of history. Um, so listen, just, just because we need to get on. I, ju- I, I just agree. want you to know that uh, you, you, you've got a real style to you. I've, I've been noticing the way you work. I mean, you've got a certain tactful acumen, which frankly, uh, we're nothing of lacking. Uh, if, if there's anything you can do to help him along in that regard, I'd really appreciate it. Uh, I think Bertie's as likely to listen to me as he is to uh, be able to understand another human being's point of view. Listen, oh. if, if there's one thing I've learned... Enough praise, young lady! And Bertie swipes <laughs> the sword out <laughs> of her hand and sheathes it quickly. 
He's taking that remark entirely at face value because he thinks that both of those things are quite high of because they're things in which one might have ability and therefore his is quite good. <laughs> <laughs> okay, can we go looking for the source of the zombies Downwards now? and onwards to the second death of all zombies, yes! Right. I, I, I'd suggest a little bit of tact and maybe stealth. Why? Bertie charges down. <laughs> To answer your initial question, by the way, uh, regarding to the uh, praise, rather than being able to give you an exact fib because you don't know all of its abilities, as it stands, that might be worth more than all of the money that the party has accrued to this point, collectively. Just, I mean, don't lose it, (laughs) is what I'm saying. So, heading down into the tunnel, shocker leads to sewers. Yep. Um, Heading down, they're good sewers, like they're well-maintained, they're well-made, they're super-efficient. Um, it's a lot better than the other London stuff. That was an ancient thing where they just kind of cobbled it together. This this had planning. So whoever did this knew what they were doing. Well structured. Well structured. Series. Yeah. Almost impregnable. Oh. Thank you. Oh, thank you. They're very thank you. pragmatic. Yeah. Oh, better. <laughs> so yeah, heading down there, you are in a what looks like a standard length of tunnel. There Check is, these however, out. a zombie, oh. which is currently in basically a mire in the water so there's a side path on either side of the central channel of water yeah and it is mired in the water it looks like to be tangled up in something making really rubbish efforts to get up just sort of going um can bertie do like a, a survival check to like track the zombies or uh, yeah that would be a survival check cool he's at minus one unfortunately but it's worth a go oh three minus one is two tell you what that zombie Probably from the same lot that were up there. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Definitely. I believe this zombie was from the same batch of zombies that we encountered on the surface. Great insight, mate. Great insight. Do you want to maybe kill it, Bertie? Yes, Bertie. You can... Do you need to roll? Here's the thing. Technically, you should be coup de grace because it's helpless and it's basically pinned. However... Like it's not even worth rolling. Your minimum will take ten. Your minimum, yeah, will absolutely annihilate it. So just destroy it how you will. Its arms and legs are pinned beneath a log, which it hasn't the coordination to get off it. Uh, Bertie just takes one like pretty hefty slice right through like a net going downwards. Mm-hmm. So it's a big chunk, and mm-hmm. it, part of it peels off. Mm-hmm. We will skip ahead to. It turns out that cutting off the head wasn't enough. He did have to sort of like. Do a bit more. A bit more slice and dice. A bit more slice and dice. It was exceedingly easy. Yeah. Uh, Grizzop, do you have any way to tell which uh, way the zombies came from? It. Are you a tracker? I shall have a listen and then do a survival check. Yeah, give a survival check. Of course, a paladin of Artemis. Hunters, trackers. And also, I hear goblins are good at that sort of thing. Although you're not allowed to say that these days, are you? Health and safety oh. in the workplace. <laughs> <laughs> He's probably good at it, though. <laughs> oh, this is so much worse than if you'd have just been antagonistic. I know, I know, I know. Bertie's a terrible person. Bertie's a terrible person. Sometimes he doesn't realise he's a terrible person. That's that what makes him a worse yeah. person. So I said survival check before uh, flipping my character sheet over and forgetting that I have a minus one in it. So can I uh, uh, change that to a perception check? No, you can you can give a survival check because it is tracking. and 14. 14. You are able to discern what Sasha is able to discern even just at a glance, which is that, yeah, there's quite a clear path leading in one direction insofar as like, oh, toe, <laughs> there's another toe, there's some Those dirt, bits. blood leading across the wall for a bit. Uh, it's just yeah. Dane. It's a trap of Harry Styles. Morning bits. And we have known them by the trail of death. <laughs> 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 
So yeah. this way, I guess. Come on, everybody. Good, excellent. And uh, and Bertie starts singing a merry song. Wait, wait, no, no, hang on a minute, hang on. Bertie, how about you let me go on ahead? All right? Can I just scout? Be a bit quieter. She can scout. Yeah. Oh, Sasha. Yeah. Can I just try something quickly? Uh, no. It'll be fine, I promise. <laughs> really? When are things fine, Hamid? They're often not fine. <laughs> There's a spell I want to try. Right, that... Okay, not on me, then. Your spell's... Uh, shall I cast quite... it on myself first, and you can see what it does? Um, right, yeah. Hamid casts Invisibility. It works. All right, yeah, you can do that. Wait, 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 is he there? Is he there? Hamid chops her hand through the space that she thought... Ow! (laughs) Oh, right. Oh, sorry, Hamid, I thought that you teleported or something. So it's not just really small. (laughs) I made myself invisible. Oh, right, that's useful. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Shall I try it on you now, Sasha? I mean, will you reappear? Uh, Yeah, it should last about... Shuffles papers, shuffles papers. <laughs> Character shuffling, takes a moment to realise that they've just cast a spell for the first time ever with shuffling no prep or some papers. research at all. Yeah. Uh, five point. minutes. Would, that is acknowledging. Yeah, but yeah. would Hamid know? Yes, he's, he's about to address it. Um, it'll last about five minutes, I think. You think? Well, I've never cast it before. All right, well, how about you cast it on me and I'll sneak anyway. So, you know, just whatever you do, let's... Get it moving. Just, yeah, okay, let's go invisible. I cast invisibility on Sasha. All I'm right. presuming she doesn't resist. It works. Sasha's now invisible. Right, all right, see you guys in a bit. We'll, we'll wait here until you call for us, Sasha. Yeah, I was going to say I'll go with her, but actually with that, I'll probably keep back. Well, also, we can't tell where she's gone. You can splash her. No, no, no. Gonna... <laughs> Message. Message. A uh, line of sight. Oh, so yeah. Sasha goes ahead. Yeah. Oh, she's got like no bars. After a <laughs> very, very it? short distance, there is a turn in the tunnel, which off leads off to the left. Again, it looks like something's broken through the wall rather yeah. than being um, a natural part of the tunnel. There's a little bit of water running down there. Yep. Give me a perception check. Only a six plus ten, so only sixteen. You hear a faint murmur down what looks like a significantly more earth and less sewery tunnel. It doesn't look like the catacombs. You remember the catacombs. Yeah. This doesn't have the same vibe. It's quite dry for a start. It's not wet. I assume it's very dark. It's very, very dark and it looks like it is mostly earth rather than that kind of warren Does that you're used to. Does the murmuring sound more like murmurings or Spell, magic spell, magic spell, I suppose magic, the best. make zombies, make zombies, make zombies, <laughs> Maybe very if you were clever, to... very clever, very complex stuff. Maybe if you were to head further in, you might be able to... Uh... I might head, I'll head further in. Oh, okay, fair enough. So, um, there's something a bit strange, guys. I didn't know that spell yesterday. I'm going to roll a spellcraft thing. Would, would Bertie have a knowledge roll for that sort of thing? <laughs> oh. That was a critical fail. Uh, My... I... Well, so you, so you critically failed. Yeah, my well, intention knowledge, was to... knowledge arcana would be more appropriate than spell. Yeah, I'm keeping I that still one. critically yeah, failed. Well, no, I actually can't roll knowledge arcana. That's what I wondered. Yeah. Okay. Nor can I. There's nothing that Bertie would. No. No. Uh, you, give me a knowledge. knowledge give me a knowledge history, Bertie. Okay. Um, this is one of the few times. Thank you for letting me use that skill, which I've got two points in. I never tell you you can't. Yeah. You just rarely use it. Uh, is that a nine or a six? 
that's either eight or eleven. Either eight or eleven. It's probably Roman. That's what it'd be. Probably Roman. <laughs> Roman said loads of magic. Roman. Yeah. I mean, that's that's the whole marriage crap thing. Are you actually Roman? No. Oh, well, I'm out of ideas. <laughs> so your knowledge, spellcraft. Mm. Tell you what, that that Bertie guy, moron. He's obviously Fey. He's obviously Fey. He's small, he has a cheerful, mischievous misdemeanor. He's definitely one of the, like, um, kind of wood spirity, mischievous. You, you know the Fey, the Fey. Well, you're not, you know, one of them. One of what? Uh, excuse know. me, Bertie raises a hand. Come <laughs> <laughs> back to Sasha. <laughs> sneaking. I have more. Sneaking, <laughs> sneaking, really, really sneaky. Fairy, aware that sound is much more important than vision right now, so invisibility has, if anything, made climbing hard. Definitely zombies, the zombies are murmuring. Definitely zombies, holy, there's a lot. Might sneak back. <laughs> so, you know, the fair folk, the, um, the gentry. Bertie points at himself, like, comments. jabs his finger at his own face, like, twice. <laughs> both of those Wait, you're one of them? Yes. Really? No, he, I think he means, like, fa- like a fae creature, yeah. like... Yes? From... Like no. A changeling? No, oh, no. I'm, I'm a halfling. No, but, you know, you've learned all that. Have you not got changing blood or something? No. You must have some kind of heritage. It's just, you know, a, no. a friendly... Yeah, halfling. A friendly of not... the Wicked Witch of the West. <laughs> 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 Speaking of which, Sasha returns. I'm compressing time here. Yeah. Are you calling me a munchkin? No! That is an offensive term! <laughs> we shouldn't no. be shouting. No! Well, she, she shouldn't be racist! Uh, that's not what I was saying! <laughs> We're listening to an argument between two invisible people! <laughs> <laughs> I forgot I was invisible! So did I! <laughs> <laughs> Nothing's ever gonna get done in this campaign again! I miss Sol so much! I miss him so much! He was my ally! He kept things moving! And now he's gone! Now I've got to be sad about Poseidon. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, I mean I mean like the like the magic like a fairy. Yeah. Oh! No, I like women. <laughs> no. What? No, no, no. No, not like that! Why why would that be a problem? No, we're talking about But that's what the that's fame. the term people used for it. Oh, I believe no. they're saying that you're of magical origin and that you are half very half faithful, more in Exactly that. Oh, no, my, my entire family are halflings. Like, going back loads of generations. That's the only reason I can think of is suddenly knowing how to cast spells. Yeah. Anyway, there's a lot it's of zombies. It's not the first one. Ooh, <laughs> zombies! Brilliant! Excellent. Uh, Remember, you got, you know, pretty nulled up by two. There's, like, a lot of them, and I'm out of bombs. Right. Okay, maybe an alternate route. Which way did they go? Because we could probably follow it overground. Well, th- that way. And then there's another turn into the tunnel around. So gestures, but forget she's invisible. Yeah. <laughs> right. Um, I probably don't have enough arrows. You both appear visible because enough time has now passed. Oh, right. Uh, that way, yeah. Yeah. Um, Excellent. Very well. well no, no, hang on a minute. <laughs> Can't you, like, do that channel positive thing you did. Travel uh, positive attitude. I'm really bored. Yeah. No. Can we stop at the services? How, Need a wee. How many zombies? Well, just an, enough to be really loud. Ten. 
Thirty? A hundred? I didn't go in. <laughs> Fair you enough. have no idea. It was kind of echoey, like... Just lots. Yeah, well, I mean, to be fair, there was an echo, so it could be one really enthusiastic. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, I suppose if we get to a choke point, I could probably hold them back, but... Uh... Uh, so bored. Let's just go, then. <laughs> Let's do it. How about you do it with both your swords? Uh, no, one's fine. I think two would be greedy, and Bertie stomps off. And while taking uh, some Everard McGuffigan sword, dipping it in some sewage, and then popping it back in the scabbard. Oh. You're not keen on this sword. He, don't that's... He's got a problem with the sword. No, he might, he might die. We should go and help him. Yeah. Should I mean, we've, I mean... Got, we've got to take care of these zombies. I know it's not the ideal circumstances, but... If they get loose into the city above and start attacking more people, that'd be pretty bad. Yeah, we should go get supplies, like bombs. That's a good idea, actually. Bertie, come back! Fire. I've got fire. Okay, let's go then. All right, All right Bertie, wait there. We're going to buy a bunch of bombs. For the sake of my sanity, I am accelerating time. You have gone. You have purchased um, multiple copies of... The closest thing you could find at short notice is Alchemist Fire, but lots of them. Okay. You have manage to get a cutthroat deal we will not sort out the pricing later you have five flasks of alchemist fire while this is happening there's a brief montage shot of bertie in the uh, sort of czech brutalist equivalent of one of those little cars you put a couple of coins in to occupy a petulant child outside and now we're back in the sewers okay except there's no bounce to it it just goes forwards yes very functional very functional so Back. You're all back where you are, but now you have some alchemist fire. That all was right. the only thing you could find. Down there. Excellent. Very well, we should proceed now. Uh, was it through here? Yeah, it was up that little passage. Heading to the passage, it's even apparent to Bertie where they came from because there's the definite smell of lots of zombies coming from there now. There we are. Bertie finds an appropriate choke point. Is there like a doorway or something? The entrance to this sort of tunnel from the sewer is one person wide at best. Bertie stands in there and then gets his ring out. Pops the pops the ring of now attract and dead on his on his. Ooh, we'll save finger. you from Sasha. Uh, seventeen plus score is twenty-one. Don't know what came over you earlier. It must have just been sheer ring lust. Yeah, just really wouldn't be the first time things. you've been desperate. For I, a shiny I like to think item. that she's still desperately attracted to the ring, but her innate hatred of Bertie is overcoming it personally. <laughs> That's a like, character. She's, she's, so like she's getting a bonus because it's Bertie. Yeah, I'm okay with that. I'm okay with that. Um, however, everyone give me a perception check. 16. Nice. How dark is it in here? It is pretty dark. There's not much in the way of artificial or natural light. Uh, Bertie's flicked on his shoulder, pauldron. Shop, shop. Uh, so now you have your the equivalent of a torch down there. Yeah, yeah. 22. 22. 12. Okay. 24. Bertie, you hear that there is a definite uptick in, in zombie noises. Hamid, even you can get it with that check. For Sasha and for Grizzop, the number of zombies is probably pushing, like, at least 50. More than that, you're not going to be able to hear for the simple reason that, like, it, it just the reverberation, you don't know. That You can guarantee there's probably at least, like, 40 zombies down there. Like, a lot. A lot. We defeated like 20 with almost no hazard. So, and we've got a checkpoint. Yep. And things can be tossed over Bertie's head. Yep. And fired past his head. So, seems good. The alchemist fire is split half and half between Grizzop and Sasha. I shall let him. So, staying where you are, there is an uptick in the number of zombie noises. 
a minute passes and nothing else happens. Give me another check, Sasha. Uh, ten. You know what? It might be a choke point, but you, you can choke this point more. Yeah. I'll just, Maybe I'll, by... I'll get in there with my dagger. Yeah, yeah, getting like really, cool. really, really close. Yep. Like really close, like maybe, you know, guarding both the left and right of his hip close. <laughs> Just I want, when they come in, I've got uh, both daggers. Bertie, for some reason, he doesn't know why, hears that, that Patrick Swayze song from Ghost. <laughs> <laughs> he, just, he can't identify it. No more zombies are coming up this way. I think we're going to have to go down there. Uh, Bertie, okay, we'll try one more thing. Bertie uh, takes a shield and he whacks his sword against it. Come on, zombies! Bang, dinner time! Bang, 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 bang! bang. Dinner gone! Mm. There's a moment of pause then. From further down the tunnel, there, there, nothing seems to be coming this way. There's just a lot oh, of noise. Come on! Maybe there's some reason they can't get up the tunnel. Maybe there's some kind of barrier against it. Should I just scout ahead? Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's a stealth check. Yes. Not very good. 14. 14. Okay, heading down the tunnel, after a short distance, it starts getting narrower and narrower. Bertie would have a hard time here. It's readily apparent that probably a bunch of zombies just dug their way through by like brute forcing their way through and upwards in a specific direction. Eventually, you see that it opens out into a more open space at the end of this tunnel. Mm -hmm. There doesn't appear to be movement or anything at the other end of this tunnel as far as you can see. You can continue to that opening if you wish. Uh, yeah, I'll go to the opening to make sure that, you know... And you have out. dark vision. Yeah, it's up to 60 foot. There is a massive pit. That pit has a ridiculous number, hundreds of zombies, all of which appear to be basically buried haphazardly, randomly, and they're all just kind of wiggling around aimlessly. It looks like maybe the top layer brute forced their way through this tunnel. You're it's at. a zombie well. But give me a knowledge history. No. See, you're all getting up in my grill about knowledge uh, history. <laughs> Turns out, really relevant in Prague. Yes. Just jump in the gun as yes. always. I can't. Um, in which case, then. I know nothing. I've got knowledge. Earlier than yesterday. I've got knowledge, knowledge religion. Give me knowledge religion because it would also cover it. I assume a mass grave or something. Uh, that is a 23. Yeah, you covered this in your sort of the healing and looking after the sick portion of your education. Mm -hmm. There were cases a long time ago where plague was a thing in Prague. It looks like it's an old plague pit. Right. As for why it is now... I'm going to take a wild guess and say a rogue wizard came down and went, you should all be zombies now. <laughs> and they were like... Yes, boss. Let's go, boss. Like zombies really susceptible to peer pressure. <laughs> <laughs> Easily led. Yeah. <laughs> smoking. Like, it's just all of them. All you have to do is wear a bright red jacket. Yes, they make me look cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it does. Okay, I'll buy five. <laughs> <laughs> Every single zombie's wearing a leather jacket. Right? <laughs> so Give me a perception. They've all got healing. <laughs> Give me a perception check. Uh, perception. Uh, that's uh, 12. Yeah, loads of zombies. That's what you say. Cool. I'll climb back up. Yep. And inform my newfound friends. Loads of zombies. There's some. Um, it looks like it's a plague pit which somebody has um, zombified. Hundreds, you say? Yeah. Could you? We probably can't take that on. We should probably inform the authorities. Toss at this a point. bomb down there or something. I was going to say we could roll some alchemist fire down there. Yeah. Sounds good. Okay. Just the one. On we trot. Do we think that's the lot? Hmm? Or there likely be more? Well, I probably won't get all of them. And give me knowledge history, James. Uh, 12. 
No, hang on, I've done this. Something's wrong. I'm terribly sorry. That is thirteen. Thirteen. Yeah. So you similarly come to the conclusion of uh, it being a plague pit, but also you have vague memories that Prague had quite an issue with plague, if you remember. Like ages ago, it was dealt with, but there's probably more than just one pit. But like, why would anyone be keeping track of these things if it's this old? You know. Mm. Vague memories, nothing more. Are these vague. bodies really decomposed? Yes. Got a vague memory of something. Something you said earlier. Funky, funky. Disco fever. Who's <laughs> that? Oh no. The fact that Sasha has to hear what Bertie <laughs> <laughs> Can I do another will check? <laughs> being so put off. Yeah, I'm, af- I'm afraid you you are remaining close for now. Wait, maybe maybe it's a good idea to take that ring off before we go before we go up there. If there's hundreds of them, Bertie, she's probably right. Yeah, very well. Just throw. Oh. Let's throw all the all the fire get, down. Yeah, get all the alchemist fire down there at once. I guess. Yeah. Chuck okay. Them. Are you going to the edge of the tunnel and chucking them, or are you going to try and roll? Basically, how? How do you want to do it? Just go to the edge of the chuck where they can't. Yeah. Give me a perception check, Sasha. Two plus ten, twenty. <sighs> yeah, burn them. Burn all of them. Yeah. Yeah. Nothing there. Burn. This old old things are rubbish unless they're shiny. So yeah. you chuck one, they immediately go up like dry tinkling. No water's made it down here, it's actually dry to your sort of senses, and it becomes apparent you won't even need to. They just it just starts catching easily. In fact, is it getting quite hot in here? It's getting quite hot and smoke. Acrid, foul smelling smoke is immediately starting to plume straight up the tunnel. <coughs> Guys, we should um get out of here. Yeah. Oh, come on. Four saves from everyone. Twenty-six. Twenty-seven. Ten. Uh, natural twenty, so twenty-three. Sasha begins vomiting so hard just due to the stench and so on that in order to make it out of the tunnel, you're going to have to drag her. Let's go ahead and just presume that happens. Bertie does that. Handy, we have a huge metal man. Yeah, exactly. Us. The rest of you, it's fine, but you drag her out, and then the second that you're in the sewer, it's fresh as anything. <laughs> 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 ah, the sweet, sweet smell of not smoke. Oh, what is that, though? (laughs) And I think we'll end the episode there. So it took an entire episode, but you made it, like, what, 50 feet? Maybe 100? Yeah. Uh, I got a good feeling. I think, if you look in terms of body count, (laughs) it's a very productive episode. Yeah, how much experience does uh, Sasha get from all those zombies? Canonically, (laughs) you do not get experience from each individual zombie. It will be treated as a single encounter. I'm I'm not dealing with this. Uh, I think the real episode was the friends we made along the way. (laughs) (laughs) Bye, guys! Rusty Quill Gaming is a podcast distributed by RustyQuill.com and licensed under a Creative Commons Attribution Non-Commercial International License. Today's episode was recorded and produced by Alexander J. Newell. To comment on episodes, make donations, and view links, images, videos, and show notes, visit rustyquill.com. Rate and review us on iTunes. Visit us on Facebook. Tweet us on Twitter at TheRustyQuill, or email us at mail at rustyquill.com. Thanks for listening.
welcome to episode 68 of the Rusty Quill Gaming Podcast. I'm your host and GM, Alex Newell, and with me today I have... James Ross, Bryn Monroe, Lydia Nicholas, Ben Meredith. And who are you playing? Sir Bertrand McGuffingham, Hamid Salah Harun Al-Tahan, Sasha Rackett, Grisop Drick Akhaxt. Yeah, welcome to having a really hard name. <laughs> it's my second time. <laughs> and you're going to have to say it all the time now. Funk to Funky, he's not got, gone off to join the Celestial Hunty. Yeah! <laughs> do it! That's the correct answer. That is answer. At some point you're going to have to do a rushed burial right, and that's got to be it. Yeah. I'll do it now! It's true of whether you're rubber dub dub. Yeah! Okay, okay, I'll do that with that. Ashes to Ashes, hope you weren't a c. Ashes to Ashes, don't be a c. To the celestial hunt. Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, FDA approved for over 20 years. So, talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer and set of offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models in dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. Hi everyone, it's Helen here, voice of Azu, Enola and Laverne and host of Enthusiasm. Today I'm here to tell you about Divisor, a podcast on the RQ network. Divisor is a dark science fiction audio drama with elements of horror from Harlan Guthrie, the mastermind behind the unsettling and addictive series Malevolent. In this immersive tale, we follow Sun, a young man who awakens aboard a spaceship bound for Earth on a mission to recolonize a desolate planet. However, Sun's journey takes a sinister turn, and he discovers unsettling truths about his world and himself. The entire series is available for you to listen to right now. So, search for Divisor, that's D-E-V-I-S-E-R, wherever you listen to podcasts, or visit www.divisor.ca or www.rustyquill.com for more information. That's all from me. Enjoy your episode. 